0: Hello and welcome to the very first episode of our science podcast, Crossing the Line. I am India Radal, and this is my co-host, Ariana DeLeon, and we'll be talking about the moral implications of science and when it goes just a bit too far. I will be talking about the biological side of this science debate
1: by discussing designer babies and synthetic organisms. And I'll be talking about the technological side of this debate, which will include AI and nanotechnology. So stay tuned while we interview um, many special
0: guests and specialists on this topic. Stay tuned. Welcome back. We are here with our very first specialist, Dr. Murphy. Um, She has had a lot of experience in the biological field of designer babies. So Dr. Murphy, will you give us a little bit of a rundown of what exactly is designer baby?
2: Oh yes, thank you for having me. So let's say you have a sharp nose that you want your future child to have, as well as your partner's beautiful eyes. Well, thanks to advances in modern medical technologies, these wishes can now turn into realities in the form of a designer baby. A designer baby is a baby whose genetic makeup has been artificially selected in vitro by genetic engineering to ensure the presence or absence of certain particular genes characteristics. Yes but there's many different pros and cons to this
0: um, kind of biological baby sense of the kind of line between curing um, genetic diseases to advancements. Um, So what would be some pros of having a genetic
2: engineered baby? Well you're simply um, engineering their appearance you can actually engineer their um, certain genetic criteria that could increase their lifespan up to 30 years. Um, There's certain genetic diseases that can be prevented, especially if you have some of these in your family um, that you have some concern about, like Alzheimer's disease, spinal atrophy, and there's many others. Um, It it can't guarantee a certain lifespan because... um, you know, things do happen during a life, but you can almost guarantee that the child will have the ability barring uh, tragedies um, to live a long, full, healthy life.
0: So these are very good aspects of a designer baby, but there's also many cons. We really don't understand a lot of, um, kind of what this designer baby situation is when it comes to, Actually going in and changing the genetic makeup of an embryo. Can
2: you talk a little bit about that? Yes, um, of course, we have some designer baby rats (laughs) (laughs) that we've been working on and We we have Been experimenting with this quite a bit, but however, it is still relatively um, new and of course there's always going to be a a high chance of mistakes as you're um, going through this process, um, and if it's done incorrectly, um, it, it could terminate the embryo, which is very unfortunate. Um, but but of course, you know, you have to weigh the pros and cons. Um, and even if things do go as well as we expect them to, and we have these um, very well um, advanced, engineered designer babies, um, it could cause a societal gap um, in that there could be some Uh, children who are uh, considered to be superior to others because Mm -hmm. they have been designed, they've been genetically modified. So there would be,
0: or there is thought to be a um, a gap in society between the engineered or advanced children and the non-engineered. And also, since these procedures would be highly
2: expensive, exactly i mean there is going some of it is a gap from the actual engineering and some of it is the status of the parents who can actually afford this is a very expensive process so naturally the children are going to come from more well to do families to begin with um and it could certainly cause a um, a wider gap. gap between classes so forth.
0: All right, well, thank you so much for coming on to our podcast, Miss Miss Dr. Murphy.
2: Absolutely. Um,
0: Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. All right, so the next person.
1: Welcome. Here we have our next special guest, Mr. Carr.
3: Yes, good afternoon.
0: Thank you for coming here, Mr. Carr. Thank you, We're going to be talking about a little bit about nanotechnology.
3: Wonderful. Love the subject. Lots <laughs> of uses.
1: All righty. Some of the good things about nanotechnology that we've found out is that medical, it has great medical uses, such as faster surgeries, more accurate, can repair heel injuries quicker. What are your thoughts on medical uses with nanotech?
3: Well, I feel like it's it's an emerging technology. And I feel like they've, you know, come a long way in the last decade with it. Because, you know, nano today could have been something that was bigger than, a, you know, a hose 10 years ago. So it's certainly, as time goes on, just like computers, the, the nanotechnology gets smaller and smaller and gets more efficient.
1: Yes, we also have that self-repairing technology that such as, like, cars and airplanes. If something breaks, it can repair itself without having to make an emergency stop. See, for that,
3: I would just have to see more science behind it because I have a hard time understanding how an engine can repair itself mid-flight. That'd be amazing. But to me, I would just have to understand a little bit more of the mechanics behind that. Mm -hmm.
0: But it's a really amazing idea, and if we can get that kind of thing to work,
1: um, that could save lives. Yes, you could billionaires yep yeah. but with nanotechnology there are also some a bad side to it such as it can be easily weaponized mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that
3: oh i think that's a, a national security concern for sure i feel like it's it's something that um probably already happens and i feel like on some level you know you could have total machines that are Appear to be one thing, but they're exact opposite.
0: Mm-hmm. So. And if these nanotechs can um, help rebuild systems and um, technology, like airplanes and stuff, like we're talking about, or in humans um, with cells, like I feel like it'd be so easy just to turn the tables on that and have them destroy would many, be. many things. Especially yes. since they're they're very micro. And then also uh, we can talk about how Elon Musk. He's working on that um, kind of nanotech that would be implanted into your brain, and which is almost like a phone and being connected. And there's so many, there's already so many fo- or, uh, so many problems with. Um,
3: called neuralink is that
0: is that what his company is um i'm not exactly sure but i know that he's, he's been working on it he revealed it with like some pig or something yeah but like i know there's so many concerns about privacy when it comes to just our phones in general and how much um connection we've had to the internet and how much just um how much information they just have um of us just on the internet and but there's still a physical barrier like i can put down my phone and walk away but as soon as you get that technology in your head, like how much can they, like how much it, do you have any more privacy?
3: I would say no. I would say that it's, it's your entirely victim of whatever they decide to put into your brain. So if they're, if they're legit, then no problems. But if they their intent is mm-hmm. malice, then yeah, for sure.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming on to our podcast today, Mr. Carr. Thank you for having me. Uh, No problem. All right, to the next person.
1: Alrighty, and welcome back. Here we have our special guest, Mrs. Cumberbatch. Well, hi, hon. Thanks for having me. And now we will be talking about AI. Let's start off with
2: your thoughts on AI. Well, I believe that stands for artificial intelligence. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Well, I I, I do think that, that there's a lot of interesting developments with it, but it is a little bit off-putting in some ways. Well,
1: let's go through some of the many good uses and aspects of AI. First off, we can start off with There's not as much room for error with AI as versus with regular humans. Um, They are also available 24-7, unlike we are. And lastly, they are faster decision makers than us regular humans. They can comprehend
2: things much faster. What are your thoughts on this? Well, that does sound good. I mean, I know that that I make a lot of mistakes in any given day. And sometimes I do have to stop and think, you know, how to fix a certain situation. So I I do reckon that that could come in handy.
1: And what what would you think are some of the bad,
2: or say consequences to AI? I just feel like, um, you know, it, it is, concerning that um, there is basically a robot that would be making decisions. Um, And I'm not, I I think that it could affect our um, employees. I know that a lot of times that they're now using these artificial intelligence machine bots um, in place of actual human employees. And maybe they're not quite as fast or um, quick thinking as these these artificial beings or intelligence as you call them but but I'm concerned about you know what it's gonna how it's gonna affect our employment rate and they don't have any emotions and I know when I go get my ice cream at McDonald's when they do have ice cream I do appreciate you know a smiling employee on the other side and I just I don't think that this artificial intelligence can give me that wow very
0: that does make a A lot of sense and then also all these dystopian movies that have came out um, with these AI that rise up and they
2: don't have any emotions that is a nightmare that is a nightmare because they don't you know, they might have intelligence, but do they have do they have a soul? What is mm-hmm. motivating them to do right from wrong? Do they know right from wrong? And that's another thing of when is it going
0: to cross the line? Cuz each human has a set of morals of how they treat other living creatures. So at what point does this kind of technology pass from
2: being just a like a computer in the back to a living creature? Mm-hmm. I just don't know, but that would be that would be something and I'm not sure that I I hope to see that day because you know it's there that is I have seen those movies and I tell you I've had nightmares. I've had nightmares. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming onto our podcast, Miss Cumberbatch. Absolutely, honey. All right. You go get yourself some ice cream. <laughs>
0: yes, ma'am. We are here with our specialist, Mr. Kavanaugh. Um, He is a specialist in synthetic organisms. Mr. Kavanaugh, will um, will you tell us a little bit about synthetic biology?
3: So synthetic biology is essentially a multidisciplinary area of research that seeks to create new biological parts, devices, and systems, or redesign systems that are already found in nature. Modify them.
0: Oh, so you're kind of talking about... Um, the kind of microorganisms that like clean pollutants out of the water or the ones that are engineered to eat plastics and stuff out of the oceans. Exactly. So, yes. so this kind of stuff is very good and saving our planet. Beneficial bacteria. Yeah. Yep. So, um, like, do you think we could release a bacteria that would into our oceans that could literally that clean up whatever. What is that um, mass of. Algae? No, the mass of
3: um, plastic that's in the ocean. Is
0: that the plastic
3: mm-hmm. islands or whatever? Yes, but- that mass floating. You would have to test it biologically in the lab first to make mm-hmm. sure. But yes, mm-hmm. theoretically it would. Yeah. Over 10 years eradicate anything. So
0: this, because there's been lots of um, kind of debate on how we should clean our oceans and our air. And sure. how the world is kind of dying at the moment. Um, so do you think this is maybe one of the best ways to do it?
3: yes it's it's by far the most cost effective and Mm -hmm. least invasive as well so Mm -hmm. because it doesn't require manpower equipment it's all just the organism taking care of it Mm
0: -hmm. yeah that's very very true this really could help our environment possibly even save our planet um but there's also like really really downside to this kind of um engineering of biological organisms which is biological warfare or biological terrorism will you talk a little bit about that
3: so in the terms of biological warfare also known as germ warfare the use of biological toxins or infectious agents such as bacteria viruses insects and fungi to with the intent to kill harm or incapacitate humans animals or plants as an act of war biological weapons are a living orgasms replacing entities
0: so thank you so much so yeah i've heard a lot about this kind of biological warfare um, people love to use this in dystopian movies, and it's actually a pretty scary thing. I really doubt it's as, as harmful as like these little critter critters, by engineered critters coming out and just melting everyone's face off. But like, there has been pretty bad engineered um, organisms, like um, Bracillus anthrax bacteria, which pretty much um, pretty much causes um, anthrax, and I believe it's classified. It's like a class A. Uh, classified as a i don't know that's just a really bad thing by like the cdc and um if this would and this is an actual thing and if this did get out this could be a national security like hazard um yes for sure and so gonna be around for many years past yeah that. and so i mean all these kind of things like these viruses and these if if it is strong enough to like completely heal our planet i feel like um this is also strong enough to destroy our planet as well absolutely well I thank you yeah thank you so much um uh dr kavanaugh for coming on today thank you for having me all right Next time. thank you so much for joining us on this adventure of when does science cross the line? I'm your host, India, and this is your co host, Ariana. Um, and thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time.
1: Alrighty, bye bye. All right, welcome back. Here we have our next special guest, Mrs.
2: Cumberbatch. Hello, thanks for having me. Also British. I didn't mean to <laughs> be British. Just be your normal. Just be your Hi, <laughs> thanks for <laughs> having me. I was <laughs> true. I wanted to be country. Yeah, country to country. Howdy. 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 It just all wants to turn into English. <laughs> <laughs> Here we start.